You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. President Cyril Ramaphosa will today deliver the keynote address at the opening session of the National Anti-Corruption Advisory Council's National Dialogue on Building a Corruption-Free South Africa. The council, appointed by the president last year, is a multi-sectoral partnership to oversee the implementation of the National Anti-Corruption Strategy. The two-day dialogue will take place at the Birchwood Hotel in Boxburg, Johannesburg. For more on this, we joined on the line by Nkosana Dulopi, a member of the National Anti-Corruption Advisory Council. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning, Elvis. Good morning to your listeners. Thanks for having us. Mr. Dulopi, what is the National Anti-Corruption Advisory Council and its duties for those who are not aware of the council? Look, uh, the National Anti-Corruption uh, Council was appointed by the president uh, last year and uh, we were appointed for a period of three years. So this appointment came after a lot of work was done up to a point of cabinet adopting a national anti-corruption strategy. So when we were appointed, we were appointed to assist in the implementation of that national anti-corruption strategy. So we have started doing this work. We are only nine of us. But we appreciate the fact that the nine of us will not be enough to be able to attend to the question of corruption, which is systemic, deep-rooted into our country, lasted for a long period of time. So our approach then is that we think we must approach the fight against corruption in the form of a whole society kind of approach, where you don't reduce the fight against corruption to only nine people appointed into the council, and or you don't reduce anti-corruption fight to the police or law enforcement agencies alone. It should be a collective effort of the entire country where those who are in business also appreciate the harm caused by corruption, where those, for instance, in civil society, the trade union movement, and elsewhere also appreciate the fact that they also have to assist in the fight against corruption, and government, of course, must lead uh, in this effort. So that is our attitude as the National Anti-Corruption Council is appointed by the president, to say that mobilize the entire society. Don't say it must only be the call and sending people to jail. That will resolve the question of corruption. All of us on a daily basis must be on the ground as the masses, because it's only us we can liberate ourselves from this demon. Uh, of corruption. So I think that is our approach as the national anti-corruption. Mm-hmm. Now, the council, as you indicated, is starts to oversee the implementation of the national anti-corruption strategy with only nine people. But what is the situation in terms of extending that amount of people working for the council? And has there been any movement made in advancing the implementation of the national anti-corruption strategy? Maybe there might not be a need to extend the number of people who are sitting on the advisory council. What you need to do, like I said, is to get the entire society involved in the fight against corruption. For now, maybe to a large extent, we are operating on almost a silent approach, where each one is doing something in its own corner. 
and at times we don't feel the effect. That's why we are saying that over and above the country, the entire society in a far-flung rural area would start engaging in questions of corruption. Earlier, you spoke about feeding steam at schools. I mean, we should have interest as society at that point to say, how do we make sure that if there are instances of corruption in the whole question of the management of school nutrition at schools, how even before the police arrive, how do society, school governing bodies, mobilize themselves against corruption? When there is a project of building a house or building houses in a certain community, even before the police or law enforcement agencies come, whether the SIU come or not, it must be society at that point who ought to enjoy from the building of those houses. We should stand up and say enough is enough, not in our name. We can't uh, be disadvantaged in terms of development in our society because of a few people who are stealing. They must rise. They must stay, uh, bring an end to this. And that's what we think should be able to fight corruption. Yes, indeed. I also heard earlier people were commenting to say that they want to see people in jail. They want to see people in orange overalls. Yes, of course, that is important. But that alone will not necessarily solve our problem. In as much as we must get those who have been involved in corruption mm. into jail, process through the court. But I think the fight against corruption is much, much more than just reducing it to getting people into jail. I'm not undermining the fact that people must get into jail. But the systemic issues, the rules of corruption that are so deep ought to be attended to. I mean, even if you take them through the process of the court, some of these guys have a lot of money. They can appoint the best of lawyers. Cases can drag on for more than 10 years. And we can't wait for that. That's why we are saying that society must get involved. And if society can get involved, I think in a quicker and a more effective way, we will be able to reduce the effect and the harm caused by corruption. I think that's our attitude. So it's an all-whole society approach. Let's work together. Yeah. Let's have more whistleblowers on a daily basis. Let's have whistleblowers at all these points and protect these very same whistleblowers, regard them as our, as our, as our heroes, such that many of them should be able to report cases of corruption wherever they occur. There's a lot more questions, Mr. Delofi, but unfortunately we out of time. Just briefly tell us a little bit about the national dialogue today and what it entails for ordinary citizens. The dialogue will start today, will be opened by the president of the country. We are fortunate to also get uh, Professor Stone, uh, who is coming from Oxford University, to get an international perspective on what people elsewhere are doing. Uh, to fight corruption, so that we also learn from that and maybe use those experiences uh, in our own work as we are working towards the establishment possibly of an agency in the country that will be able to coordinate all these efforts uh, and make sure that we are able to monitor the implementation of corruption as we are moving forward and report on a continuous basis to society in terms of progress and or not, so that we should strengthen our work moving forward. So tomorrow, oh, we will then break into commissions where different work streams yes. will then engage on these things. There. Mr. Delopi, unfortunately, that's where we got to end it. Nkosana Delopi is a member of the National Anti-Corruption Advisory Council. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.